Welcome to Tilth Talk Radio. We interrupt our normally scheduled podcast for the first annual Fantasy Corn League Draft. So what is the Fantasy Corn League? The Fantasy Corn League is going to include participants or owners and managers of a group of corn varieties or a team that engage in competitive plots accruing fantasy points based on the yield of corn varieties. So teams are drafted before the growing season, and winners and losers will be decided at harvest of the corn plot. So we won't have the details until uh, next harvest season, so almost a year from now. The rules. So we're going to start building the teams via draft, which you are listening to right now. Each team has been studying, team manager has been studying their past corn performance and plots, and we'll be choosing the varieties for the draft. We decided to do it now because this is when most corn buying decisions are made. Draft will be snake style, so we'll go back and forth. Each team will have eight varieties, two from each of the following groups, 92-day maturity or less, 93-to-95-day maturity, 96-to-98-day maturity, and finally 99-to-101-day maturity. So for total score and parameters... One bushel equals a point, so team with the most bushels or points will win. And we'll be considering top-yielding variety in the plot, top-yielding team in a plot, so the highest-yielding whole team average, top profitability factors, so yield and moisture, and grower or seed professional entries. So Derek Potratz is our commissioner. Hi, Derek. Hello. And with me today are Bill Schomburg. Hey, guys. And Bill's team this year is the Rougher Than a Cob. I think you used that for your egg idiom. I did. did. (laughs) That was like my egg idiom a couple weeks ago, so I thought it's only 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 fair that that I I take that. All right. Doug Hintz is with us today. Hey, Doug. Hi. And his team is the best corning team. Is that like cornhole? Doug? Yeah. We've got Max Garvey. What's up, everybody? And Max has the Cornhole Warriors. Love it. Love to see it. Todd Schomburg with Todd's Tilthies. Hate all the Tilthies out there. And I'm Matt Brueger with my team, the Mother Shuckers. Got to watch that one when you say it. Yep, yep. No, I like, uh, it. I like it, but you got to watch what you say there. <laughs> so... As a disclaimer, this is just for fun and educational purposes. We're independent crop consultants, which means we don't sell agricultural products and recommend products based on the basis of merit and value. We feel all seed companies have many good varieties to offer. We work hard to not have company bias and pick based on past field experience with varieties and plot data. So we let farmers pick which seed company they want to work with and then work with them to pick varieties within that. If a seed company or a farmer has a variety we should try, we'd love to take a look at it. Again, this is for fun, and the winner will get a trophy, and a charity will get some money. So the wager we've all put in is uh, whoever wins the Fantasy Corn League trophy, which is TBD. We have not actually come up with I the trophy. I think I got yet. it figured out. Okay. So if you guys want to hear about it, you have to ask me. It's, it's going to be... And all the losers... Good. In the closing Wheel of Destiny Part 2. <laughs> <laughs> we'll cough up $50 for the winner's chosen charity. So, with that, so just one quick thing, Matt is 
you talked about in the considerations. We're, these are the considerations we're talking about how to pick the winner. So top yield, you know, the one variety that's top yield. We're also thinking about you take your team and whoever has the highest yield, that could be a winning factor, uh, yep. profitability, yield, and moisture, because we want high yielding and, you know, the decent or the possible lowest moisture so that we're not paying drying costs. And then the last one you had mentioned was the grower or seed professional entry. So if the listeners out there say, hey, I got a variety that no one picked that I think can compete, you know, that was there to say, you can let us know, and then we'll try to get that in the plot as well and see how those, you know, how your varieties stack up against the ones that we chose. All right. And just for um, other information that I didn't include too, so we're going to be planting these varieties in our corn plot here at the Tilth World headquarters in Seymour. So the trial will be seeded in randomized complete block design with four replications per variety. And at harvest, each team's yield will be added, and a winner will be crowned based on yield, as we've talked about. So Derek, being our director of research, is going to handle that. That's why he's here as commissioner and not drafting his own team, because that would be cheating. He'd have a lot of control over It'd be the... A- Cornflict of interest. Oh. Whoa! <laughs> oh, first one of the day, <laughs> baby. <laughs> All right. So with that, we are going to begin our corn league draft. So, Derek, are you ready? Boo! Boo! Commissioner! Boo! All right, Commissioner Derek, please get us rolling. Thank you for that. <laughs> with the first overall pick in the 2021. Tilth Corn League, Bills, rougher than a cob, selects DeKalb, 48.95. Yes, that was my first pick, gentlemen. Uh, it's a 98-day uh, DeKalb variety. I chose the VT2P version. How many versions does that one have? Uh, at least two. I think there's a smart stack in there as right. well. Okay. Um, <clears throat> that corn, good stalks, good roots. Consistent uh, corn, you want to have a little bit higher population, maybe th- um, 32 to 35, somewhere in there. So we want to push that a little bit. It did very well in our tilth plot last year. In our tilth plot last year, it was number one. Number uno, yeah. yeah so so it, it just seemed to have a, a solid performance. And even looking at that one across, because um, it was replicated four times, it seemed quite consistent across the replicates. Also had that in uh, another plot that Derek planted for us, and it did well in that one as well. So um, that's why I chose that one. How come you went 96 to 98 day to start? Bill? Uh, just figuring that um, we want to get good dry down, so we don't want it to be too long as well. So kind of trying to get that mid-range. Still wanting to get the yield punch. You know, Otherwise, it could have went earlier, like a 92-day, but I'm going to leave that. For, for later. For later. Okay. I think I can get some good ones later in the draft. Kind of just thinking about number one, number one, how can we get that best variety for the, our, our maturity group and our location. You know, if we were 50 miles north or south, excuse me, you know, I'd, I'd go 101 day for sure. But I think where we're at, that's kind of why I wanted to stick, stick, stick with that maturity group. All right. Thanks, Bill. With the second overall pick, Matt and his mother Shuckers select DeKalb 4310. Doug, you are on the clock. 
All right, so we got another DeKalb variety here. So I'm looking at 4310 because Bill took 4895. Yeah, which yeah, was yeah. going to be my my first pick. Feeling good about that pick. I, I I like that pick too. I think it's a strong strong variety. Um, so good luck to you, Bill. <laughs> I hope I stomp you. Yeah. <clears throat> so 4310 is a uh, kind of a go anywhere flexier corn. So I'm looking for um, the advantage as far as you know adapting to conditions for next year. Um, it's Got a strong emergence, so it'll be out of the ground and going pretty fast, which I like. And overall, I think it's it's got potential to um, to really put on that yield. So, one thing with forty three ten is that's an older variety. Yeah, very old. So I mean, an old standby. And one thing to think about for our location, um, that one I believe is actually one of the top in the corn growers plot for the county. In Outagamie County, I believe 4310 actually still holds the record yield. So just one interesting on that one where you go, you know, just an old standby yep. uh, type of variety that way. Nothing wrong, Matt, with taking one like that that you know is going to be there for you. You know, even when you're picking varieties on your farm, you want to have one that, yep, I'm going to plant these uh, this one variety in these fields because I know it's not going to let me down. And, and picking... Sometimes it's hard. You get the book, and it's got all new varieties, and you're like, "Oh, I want to pick some new ones," and you know, it'll all beat it. But picking mostly old ones or ones you've seen before and used to is a is a good strategy. Yeah, the uh, the old warhorse I think's got some potential in there yet. So, all right, we're still waiting on Doug's pick. There it is. Oh, he, oh, he switched. He switched Ooh. it. Whoa! He, he had yeah. something, and he just, the card was in, and he pulled it. Yeah. Back. Right out from the commissioner's hand. He, with, a, with a late switch, the third overall pick. Oh, you little Doug's stinker. Morning so. team is Pioneer 9998. Oh, Good choice, Doug. Absolute panic now. Absolute panic. <laughs> <laughs> Max is on the clock, and he just got his oh, pick yeah. still. You guys have taken my top three picks already. <laughs> I, I don't know if I've looked at another corn this much. I, I feel like everybody up in Pulaski plants this. It's just a solid all-around corn. I think at this population of 35,000, it's really going to perform on this ground. That one was number five number in the five. tilth uh, last year plot. Um, but just like, like Doug says, a solid corn seems to go, not necessarily go anywhere, but, but kind of. I would call it a go-anywhere type of corn. All right, again, Max is still on the clock. Oh, you guys! Um, uh, we've we've left them did, did, left them uh, high at a loss guy. here. Yeah, yeah. I got uh, Doug. You didn't right. bring up that your ninety nine ninety eight is an Aquamax corn. Do you think that'll be a, a big help for you? Uh, a little bit on this ground. You think in the Chrome version or? Yeah, Chrome. Chrome. Okay. Chrome Go, with the going with the newer technology, the Chrome. Chrome being basically a full stack corn. With the new way of the, the genes are entered into the plant, so one neat thing about that, right? It does have a conventional version and an AM version, so um, a yeah. lot of you know, a lot of different versions to pick from on that one. So um, kind of nice that way, where you got a lot to pick from. Like mine, it is a little bit older. Not, I don't think it's quite as old as the forty three ten. No, it's it's a little older. It's got a little bit of age to it. So yeah, oh, Max. Max. Definitely been here for with the fourth <coughs> overall pick, Max's Cornhole Warriors select Bex 48-44. Todd, you're on the clock. This was a this was a stud this year in, in plots. Uh, I know Bex is getting kind of kind of new to the area, starting to work their way in. Um, 
everywhere I had it in plots, it was a beast. Um, good, good, solid 98-day hybrid. Um, pretty adaptable across a couple different areas. Um, yeah, it's un- unmatched depth. That's the one that the, the dealers like to push on you. So I guess it is true. They are some deep kernels. So it's, that was my pick after I had all my, my, my real big ones picked. I had to change up the strategy a little bit. So I did like this one this year. All right, Todd's pick is in for the fifth overall pick. Todd's Tilties select rank 600. Rank 600 did really well in the tilt plots this year. Um, it's one of the first, I think, um, picked in that later day. I went 99 to 101 day just to kind of shoot for, sort of just trying to shoot for my top end there. Um, rank 600 is a dual purpose, so it can um, go both, you know, if guys need it for silage, high moisture, or dry grain. Um, really good that way. Um, just overall kind of a um, good stalks, good roots type of plant. Does have two versions, a conventional and a double pro. Um, so no smart stacks on that one, which for some people might be a little bit of a hole because, or, I'm sorry, there is a smart stack. There's three versions. So um, smart stacks, double, and a conventional. So nice to have that conventional option there as well. So um, again, did really well in the tilth plot. So number one was Bill's pick. Um, mine was number two. Um, in that tilth plot, though, the top 10 were all pretty close. So if you can get any of those, you're you're doing pretty solid. Uh, it comes from a good family, too. That's It was on my pick list as well. Uh, it's related to 579, which is a pretty good variety for rank as well. So I think we've we've got the, a good family behind it. It is a rookie, but... All right, to round out, that's to round out our first round. Now we're going to start into our second round in our snake draft with the sixth overall pick. Todd's Tilties select Dairyland Seeds, 31-93. Round two. All right, that was the start of round two. Ready? Yep, and I just um, grabbed my book out. The, the Dairyland Seeds, the reason I picked this shorter day is in these four categories, that 92-day or less um, was really hard to find varieties that will compete with the bigger dogs. So thinking in this where I got that, I went both ends of the spectrum. I went real long day um, to start in our realm. Now I went to the short day on my double pick around the side. And um, main reason for that is just to try to um, round out my team because Looking at the 92 or day or less category, um, there's just not a lot to pick from. Um, there's, there is a lot to pick from, but it seems like that's where we get more flinty-type genetics. It doesn't seem like I can find as many varieties that will compete with uh, 90, you know, 95 day or plus. So uh, one of my reasons is I'm probably going to pick a little heavier on that shorter day um, to start. Just opening up my book here to that particular variety, but I know it did well in the tilth plot. It was actually number 12th overall in the tilth plot. So out of 50 varieties, it was number 12, and it was the top um, sort of yielder in that real short day range. So um, really kind of nice to have something there in that short day range. Is anything, buddy, got anything to add on that one while I find it in the page here? I guess the next pick is in. All right, I, I just want to, yeah, if somebody's got it, no, nothing to add on that one? 
All right, Max is back. All right, go for it, Max. All right, the next pick from Max's team, overall pick number seven, is DeKalb 5198. So, uh, yeah, 5198's is going to provide that uh, top-end yield potential that we're looking for. Um, I believe it took fourth? Third. Third, third, in, uh, third in the tilt plot this year. So, you know, kind of going to try and follow the trend here. You know, should be on similar ground again next year and – Hopefully, hopefully it comes in third again. That'd be pretty nice. So uh, maybe even better. All right, and Doug was on the clock. Doug's pick is in. Hold Doug, fifty-one ninety-eight. Um, good, solid variety. Anything to add on that, Max? Where you place it? Any? I mean, it's it it's a. I know it's a it's a really attractive plant. Um, good agronomics. Good disease package or respect respectable disease package. Um, it it has some flex. Uh, an average test weight. So. Um, it uh versatile enough corn to go on corn and rotated ground that's a big big plus so because we're we could be on corn next year we could be on soybeans so that rotation um flexibility is nice all right and doug's pick is in with the eighth overall pick doug selects the kelb 41.99 good choice doug yeah i had this corn on a lot of ground this year also um a lot of grain corn with it Really, really seemed to show up early. It was uh, comes out of the ground great. Um, Doug, this was a because I picked um, their lands thirty one ninety three. Those two, I was just going back and forth all the time in my picking. Is um, you know both in that same ninety one day category and just both really strong. Seem like they can compete with ninety five day varieties, which can be really nice in your rotation sometimes to pick a couple you know short day ones like that in that sort of 89 to 91 day length where you can get some little earlier harvest with it um have some other options with a variety like that yeah and i also struggled with just finding a short day corn here that i liked down the list so i'm with you too i'm on that same strategy of it was just tougher to find some it's like picking a tight end doug (laughs) if you see the number on tight end there you go get it because by the time you get back around all the rest of the tight ends are exactly the same i mean this was halfway down the list for this is the second 91 day on the list, and it's almost halfway down on the bottom of the what we had in the oh, plot last year. Right. The 4199 does like higher pops. Yep. So one thing with that one, like this year, where it seemed like our emergence was a little bit on the poor side. Yep. Um, you know, I've seen it slip a little bit, but then I think that was just because it didn't have that full, you know, it likes to be up at that 35,000 plants if you can do it. So... Um, yeah, that is one. It is only available as a double parole, I believe. Yep. All right, but the ninth overall pick, Matt's pick is in. Matt picks NK9738. Bill, you are on the clock. All right, so this one is another one that responds well to high population. It's a racehorse variety, so I picked it in that 98-day category there to kind of hopefully get a jump. It's a strong emerger, so out of the ground, hard-working, uh, hoping to see some pretty dependable performance out of this variety. You want that thing up out of bed early, ready to go for you, man? Yep, out of the ground and ru- hit the ground running. So uh, it's got good rooks, root, uh, good rooks, yeah, roots and stalks. So you know, with grain corn, as, as it's going to be out there in a field with a lot of other varieties, we need that standability because it doesn't matter how well it yields if you can't collect that yield. So It is a dual purpose, so that's a good option. Yep. Um, also helps with that. And then just like you say, it 
it's that real offensive um, type of variety. So should be a good one to have out there. It is to, weird to have one that you guys say likes wet ground, but this one I know I've heard some of the seed reps say it actually kind of likes wet ground, which is which is odd. Yeah, yeah. So we'll see what kind of year we get next year if if we do get wet feet. Maybe it'll have an advantage there too. All right, with the tenth pick, Bill selects Pioneer. 94-92 a.m. All right. Last last pick in the second round here, right? That's correct. Um, yeah, we're going to go with the a.m. version of that. That guy, it's a 94-day. Um, you can put it pretty much on any soil. It works great on a lot of soils. has good standability. Uh, I might be going a little flyer here because we want to keep the pops a little bit lower, so that might I might pinch or uh, bite myself there for not picking a different one, but we had it a lot of fields. It's done really well. Uh, it did pretty well on our tilth plot. So I thought, you know what? We've I've seen it in fields, seen it in plots. I'm pretty happy with it. Um, so that's and that's in that uh, 93 to 95 day day category. Um, so that's the one I'm picking there. And then I guess because it's snake, Todd. Yeah, with this, I'm, this I'm be back the around round three. All right. Round three. All right. Disclaimer on this one, Todd. I'm going to ask you, in your pick in round two, um, did you want? I'm going to. Uh, my pick was 608 rank. Is that the one you? No, I, I picked rank 600, okay. which is new. But uh, but right. there again, they've rank has 200 day varieties, um, both pretty strong. So you're going with the. All right, I'm going with the 608. That one is a drill guard, um, 100 day corn. Um, I find my notes here. Uh, really, obviously, great drought tolerance because it's got um, the drought guard in it. Good standability. That one was number two in our tilth plot last year, and um, I've just seen it, and I think it's it's going to do well. So, kind of went well, like, kind of your strategy, Todd. There, because you have this, we're doing this snake where the the guys on the end here get two in a row. Kind of went low and a high, and just to kind of meet those needs. So. With the with the twelfth pick, Matt is on the clock. All right, just put my pick in there, Derek. All so. right, with the twelfth overall pick, Matt selects Cropland thirty-eight ninety-nine. Yep, so thirty-eight ninety-nine uh, was top ten in the the tilth yield trials. So uh, toward the end of the end here, we're looking at ninety-nine day. Here, strong starter again can handle stress. Got those good stalks as roots. So with grain corn, you know it's going to stand out in the field a long time. Wanted to have that ability to kind of hold on and uh, hopefully stand up as good or better than than the competitors around it. So, are you just picking all old varieties, Matt? Is that your strategy? <laughs> that that's a good, really good one, though, Matt. I no, mean, I, it's yeah, no, it, it's an old standby again. But you know, uh, got to go with what you know and. For the for the I, soil that that plot is in, this is a perfect hybrid for that. It just it loves that silt loam ground. Um, it did well. We had another, like I said before, with another plot. Derek did for me, basically across the road from the plot. It did pretty well in that that one as well. So similar soil last year did good. One cool thing about thirty eight ninety nine is does really well um, late silage. So after first crop alfalfa, if you're further south. I've done it after rye. It can work. And then moving north, it's still a good um, variety for 
corn silage. One question I do have, we kind of discussed this before we drafted that for DeKalb, some, there's two different numbers, but they're the same, if they're the same sort of um, genetics, just they're two different numbers because of a double stack and a triple stack. Yep. On Crepland 3899, are we able to draft then um, 4099, which is the same variety, right, Bill? Um, it's a fuzz longer, but yeah, I would think but, you can. But it's the same as just a different... Yeah. That's what I'm asking. It's, it's, I think 4099 is on the table. All right, because for some reason when they put the traits in it, if I remember yep. right, it just made it longer. It didn't um, necessarily take it off. But it seems, though, in general, we plant a lot of the 3899 version um, just because it's an older standby and we're used to it. All right, with the 13th overall pick, Doug selects LG5410. Max, you're on the clock. Yeah, so I went with another really short day corn, a 91 day, just because I'm nervous on those. But uh, this one's a pretty solid corn that I've had last couple, I think the last two years in Freedom that really performed and seems to really be a tall plant for a 91 day. It does really well. So number 21 in the tilth plot, which middle of the pack, but for that short of a day, um, did really well. So that's a good pick. Doug. One thing, Doug, I've noticed on 5410 is early vigor, kind of that early out of the ground, early growth is, is really good with that one. And it stands well too. So it's going to be good for Derek in the fall when he's running through at harvest. Every, every ear should be right there for you. Alrighty. Max is up with the 14th overall pick. It just came in. Max picks Dairyland 3550. Todd's on the clock for the next two picks. So 3550 does come in a Q and an AM uh, package. Um, it uh, the, the quick the quick note from Dairyland is exhibits top end yield potential potential. Um, I know in our plot here it was middle of the pack ish. Um, performed well everywhere I had it in the field this year. Um, it's got that big that big chunky ear. Um, it's a pretty good looking corn. It's a little on the short side, but it's not, uh, it's not that ugly corn out in the field. It looks pretty nice. Um, it did, it did pretty good coming out of the ground when it was kind of cold this year. Um, it was some of my first stuff out of the ground this spring and it was a cold, wet spring. So if uh, we fall back into that, I guess, uh, should work out again. When I was doing my research for this, Max, I keyed on that one and that one did, it wasn't like a plot winner, but both in the UW trials when I looked and our own, the tilth research, it, it did above average. So it did well. It just wasn't a, a world beater, but it did, like, it was consistent. So I think that's a good one to pick because you don't know what we're going to get next year. So let's pick one that's consistent. And, and that's exactly where I go. It's in that boiler room, 95-day, just let's let's make, put some corn on the ground. You know, if we can go 220 consistently, great. If we can go 200 consistently, that's good too. You know, it doesn't need to go that I'm not looking for that 290 out of it. I'm, Would you put a captain badge on that on that variety? Put a captain badge. Yeah, that that one's earned earned, it, earned its pinstripes. It's got a C. <laughs> yeah, that one was in my uh, my pick list for that maturity range too. I, I like that corn. I think it's got some good potential to, with that consistency. So, all right, Todd's pick is in with the 15th overall pick. Todd selects Pioneer 0075. Oh. Double O seven five Q. So O seven, nice. Yeah, I like that it does have the double O seven, and five is actually my favorite number. So that one um, offered in Chrome and AM. It is a dual purpose. 
Um, what's tricky with that one is it's a hundred day, but it's got a silk day length of a hundred and three. And I believe too, in the silage, um, category, it's actually a 106 day silage. So kind of a trickier one that way where, um, you know, pioneer the first two numbers, the double O are the day length, but with it being a silage kind of dual that way, um, it, it is, it is a lot long for this particular variety, um, that, that might be one thing where it may not quite perform in this test just because it's on the long side of its of of this plot. But last year it did well. It did um, number eleven in the tilth plot. So um, you know a good way one that way does really good in our silage varieties. So um, do want to. I mean we are obviously this is a grain plot what we're doing, but we're a silage area and being how good it is in silage, it's it's kind of an exciting um, one for that. Good agronomics, um, good good overall that way. With the 16th overall pick, Todd selects rank 561. Round four. Round, Round four. four. Nice. <laughs> you did it right with it. All right, rank 561. And Max is on the clock. Just one thing about um, 561 is rank has had 568 around uh, a long time. Um and this 561 kind of replaces that 568. So trying to um, find one that fits there. In our day length, this is our sort of sweet spot in this area, 95 to 98 day. Um, but, man, there is a lot of good 93 to, in these categories. 93 to 95, there's a lot of good choices. Um, so that was a tricky one because I got my list and I got almost 10 varieties here in those three days that I could have picked from. Um, and all were really good. I know off the table, you know, Max took that 3550 and there was the 9492 Pioneer, um, that's out there that was off the board too. Um, but man, and if you really look in, it just all companies are solid right now in this 93 to 95 day range. Um, rank 561 has the smart stacks and a dual purpose. Um, so it's nice. It has both those and, um, just really good drought on that one. Um, I don't think it's drought guard. It just kind of scores good on drought for that one. So um, kind of my reason I picked it, and it was good in the tilt bots. It did number 14th last year. With the 17th pick, Max selects confidently Dairyland Seeds 37-15. Doug, you're on the clock. Well, uh, I'm going to be honest there. My my pick for that one was uh, 075, so I had uh, to do a little adjustment there. Do a little adjustment there. So Max, that is worse in a, in a fantasy football draft when somebody picks it ahead of you. It is just like this feeling of sheer panic when that happens. And, yeah, your pick of actually 3550 was going to be on my list. When, so you, you still won for me, so I'll steal one back. The, but, the, pro, the but problem I, is I, now, now Doug over here, as soon as I hit enter on that and he saw the number, I, his face got red. So I'm guessing <laughs> 3715 was, 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 was one Doug's of next pick. Picks too. Yeah, I mean, this is this is a racehorse. Um, you know, it's got that top-end yield. Uh, taller plant. I, I To me, it does a pretty good job flexing if we want to use it for silage. Um Good roots, good stock, just just you know those big chunky ears, kind of that that same vein that they follow. Um, just an overall pretty pretty strong hybrid in that that ninety seven day maturity group, which is at the t- I think it's at the top end of our uh, our maturity zone here. So, all right, with the eighteenth overall pick, Doug selects cropland thirty seven ninety five. 
Matt, you're on the clock. Yeah, I only had one field of this this year, but it looked really good, and it definitely had a better population out of the ground than the DeKalb planted next to it. Um, it did. It, it did number eight, Doug, in our yeah. in our plot. So it did really well in our tilth plot last year. And I was I was looking at the ninety eight day next to it. This is a ninety seven day, and it it's a whole point drier. So, I mean, that's that's pretty good. Go for that early season agronomics there. We're waiting on Matt's pick. This is the time tour. I'm looking in these categories, and you got to make sure you don't. Um, this round will be good yet because you can't have, you know, picked sort of too well. You could have, but just this is the time tour you're watching. Well, how many did I pick in that, you know, 92 day, and how many did I pick? I'm already at. I'm already at my two in the 99 to 100 day, and I'm immediately regretting that because I'm seeing a lot of other really good numbers there yet that might have felt fallen later in the draft sure so you didn't pick your wide receiver todd D doug it's now all the wide receivers are gone yeah doug's got this 92 day section pretty locked up i think he's got <laughs> I, for sure got the the top well, two hybrids and that going, i think off the board already going into that that was my strategy that i told myself and i i said that's my tier one is go heavy 92 day right away because there's just not a lot of options like i said before and I'm only at one in that spot, so yeah, Doug. You didn't you're follow looking. your board, Todd. Did I you? did. I'm I'm looking at this board I, going. I, I my my board has completely fallen apart. <laughs> I have since s since Matt took my first pick off the board. I have gone completely <laughs> completely off the rails here. I, I did it. I disrupted his draft. Well, let's see yeah. if Matt takes this pick. The 19th overall pick, Matt selects LG 49C19. Bill, you're on the clock for the next two. All right, so I'm pulling a rookie out of the field this year. Uh, it's another racehorse with high yield potential. I uh, haven't seen much out of it, but got to take a chance sometimes. So they're giving me a hard time for picking all the old varieties. So here's here's a new <laughs> one that I pulled out of the out of the field that I'm hoping to see some good results out of. So Matt's going to be a team full. You're going to have like Tom Brady as your quarterback and Gronk, <laughs> and then all these rookies around you. Is that the is yeah? That we the gotta, deal? Well, somebody's got to train the rookies. So. Yeah. And I apparently didn't take enough. Off the clock here, Bill's still picking, still thinking. Bill's got the double pick. It is the, harder. The than double you pick think. is hard because you, you're you you're, got two, but then you got to wait. Like the double pick's nice because then you can around. pick two of ones that you know, like oh, I, I I got two to choose from. I don't got to worry that it's going to swing back. Doug being in the middle of the draft is at a weird spot because by the time it swings back to him, more stuff might be out of the out of the pool. All right. Let's try this one here. All right. What is Bill going for? All right. This is the last pick ah. in the fourth round. The 20th overall pick, Bill selects Pioneer 9211Q. Yeah, it's a newer one. Um, it's got good stress emergence. So, again, if uh, we get it planted early, it's going to come out of the ground well. Good for no-till, which... We're not going to be no-tilling, but just uh, if someone out there is looking to no-till, that would be a good one. Um, good drought tolerance, pretty much any soil, and it's, um, if anyone remembers the old 38N85, which is still in the Pioneer catalog, this one is um, hopefully the one that's going to be replacing that when they decide to finally put that one to bed. Um, so 9211Q is, is, is my choice there. I can never find them in the book, and then I forget that they put the new corns for Pioneer like in a separate spot later. 
so yeah, in this in this um, looking at that one though, it's like you say, you got really good good ratings. Um, going to be an interesting if it can if it can beat out thirty eight and eighty five. Imagine that that one's been it still has the old numbering system. Yeah, on it. it still has the N. So um, the N in the middle where now they're all different. So it's it's the last one in the book that is that way, which is just awesome. All right, we're now entering the fifth round. Round five. No sounder for that, Todd, huh? It so went up to round four. So, four, so Matt, from now on, it's going to have to Matt be The Matt sounder? It's going to have to be Matt. me. Yep. I like it better, actually. So, so we could do this at the beginning of the round, though. All right, the 21st pick. Bill selects DeKalb 4480. Yeah. Uh, 94 day VT2 hybrid. It's a racehorse, so we're gonna want to push this guy, put it on good soil. I think it's kind of what we're gonna have next year in our where this plot's gonna be planted. Um, it's got some good ear flex, so it doesn't necessarily have to be planted at high populations. Again, I talked about that in my last pick. How um, you know maybe this isn't the way to go, but I like this variety. Um, in talking to some company reps and some farmers, this would be a good one if you're looking to, in that uh, maturity range, do a corn growers plot, you know, to put in the National Corn Growers Contest. This would be one to, to put there. For um, late round pick, Bill, it's a steal. I yeah. mean, that's one that I, it's on my radar, but like I said, that day length we seem to be just stacked with players, but um, real good one likes potash, which um, I believe whatever soil ends up on ours, it should have enough K out there. To support it so yeah like you said the probably the biggest downside is just that that population it prefers more like thirty two thousand, but i'm sure it'll do okay at at the 35 all right matt's pick is in with the 22nd overall pick matt selects pioneer 8989 doug you're on on the deck yep so i picked 8989 it's a strong emerger that's another one that'd be good for no-till it's an early Something you can put in the ground early, uh, hoping to get it out of the ground, get an advantage there. Uh, can work in clay soils, which we have a little bit of around here. I'm not sure exactly how it's going to do here. It's one I'm, I'm hoping to see something out of. Clay is one of those things, Matt, where it's like, what kind of clay are you talking about? Right. You know, like our commissioner sitting over there, his clay over in Amro is completely different clay than, you know, Doug's when he goes over to Freedom and walks wet fields and it's like 300 pounds on his feet because he can't get rid of it. So um, I think clay is a little bit of a, a tough one because there's different styles of clay. So, oh, yeah. And this one, one of my clients uh, got a couple bags to try, and so he got me interested in it a little more and something I want to compare how our plot does compared to his infield. So, Doug's 23rd overall pick. Doug selects... Dairyland Seeds, 3366Q. Yeah. I, uh, I'm i just looking in the book, needing a 93-day. And uh, we're going to try something new from Dairyland. I don't know. I never never had this corn yet. So. Taking a flyer? Yeah, we're just going to – it says it's got the top end, but we'll see. I mean, looks like it's got – everything looks great in the book except for the dry down. It's got a poor dry down, but we'll see. With the 24th pick, Max, Max selects Bex, 5077. 
I'm going with another Bex variety here. I, I noticed nobody else has taken those, so I'm gonna I'm gonna snap them up, Max. I'm gonna make I'm gonna make money while the sun shines. Um, another one that we saw this year, like I said, Bex is kind of new in the area, but uh, they're they're they seem to be getting a pretty good uh, foothold in. Um, hundred day maturity here. Um, next next level on the yield. I mean, it it has some pretty insane yield potential. Uh, I saw it tickling three hundred in a couple spots this year, so it was really 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 has the the opportunity to get get up there um good stress emergence um northeast wisconsin stress emergence is a pretty good possibility actually almost a guarantee every year so uh, i like that um stands really strong and uh good plant health good disease package on it so stayed green pretty well too um it was green and then we were com- it felt like we were combining a week later so um overall pretty nice hybrid good potential uh hopefully it works out All right, Todd's 25th overall pick is in. Todd goes with a Pioneer 9772. All right, I picked the 9772, and if you look over in my area, I got 100 books open, and I'm just trying to find the uh, Pioneer one to just. He's got books flying everywhere. You're you're in studio here. If you were with, looks me, a lot like his college dorm room. <laughs> if you were with me picking varieties with the farmer, that's what ends up. I got like a hundred open books just flop next to me. You need a bigger table over there. Found it. All right, so ninety-seven seventy-two, obviously a ninety-seven day um, corn that um, stable. Just kind of a it. A lot of the reps talk about this one being sort of their favorite. It does seem to travel a little south of here, um, better than up our way. Um, but just kind of more of that stable in the middle hybrid. So a lot of times we're talking racehorse versus workhorse or offensive versus defensive. And um, I'd almost say this one splits that middle a lot. So um, pretty good on root strength, um, pretty good on drought challenge, but it's kind of just sort of that uh, steady eddy, maybe you'd want to call it that, or just kind of right down the middle. All right, Todd's also got the first pick in the sixth round. Round six. With Sound the, like Sean Connery there. <laughs> I'm sorry. With the 26th overall pick, Todd selects Dairyland Seeds 6162. I might have typed that in wrong. It's 3162. 3162. Yep. Does that sound right to you guys? Yes. Maybe yep. That was a bump of the keys. All right. So 3162 is a Chrome uh, brand new one. So kind of pulling from some of Matt's strategy here is I don't think I had picked any new ones yet. So um, wanted to pick one. And so far this year, it's looked pretty good in plots. So wanted one that um, is in that shorter day length uh, that, that looks good in plots. A really good one on dry down. Um, so I'm guessing this one's going to end up being one of the drier ones in the plot, being it's a shorter you know, day and all that. Um, and it's, it's pretty good on some other stuff. So, um, little weak on the stress emergence, maybe not going to push through is good. And then low on test weight. Um, so being that it's up against bigger dogs too, it'll be interesting what this one comes in on for test weight. Uh, have you guys seen this one anywhere? I have not. Nope. No. So I've seen very little of it too. So that's, um, being a brand new kind of trying to pick a rookie here to, to see what it can do for me. All right, Max is on the clock for the 27th overall pick. We've already determined Max's whole strategy has been disrupted this whole time. So, <laughs> Todd, How did it get screwed watch, up now, Max? Watching him struggle. <laughs> All right. 
Uh, the struggle pick, is real. Pick should be in now. Oh, right. hang on, hang on. Oh. With the 27th overall pick. We'll see if there's a late... No, no change. Is it in there? Max selects legend 9993. Uh, so this was... Uh, if you go... If you look in the uh, the tilt plots last year, it finished 18th. Um, middle of the pack. Um, I needed a 93-day pretty bad. And I was... Or, you know, that... I needed that day length pretty bad. What was it? What's our group here? 90... 93 to 95. Um, I didn't... I. I really loved pretty much all of them that were off the board already, and uh, um, a good variety. Performed well overall. Um, saw it in a lot of different plots, and it was always kind of near that upper middle part of the pack. So consistent performance, and that's what we're that's what I'm aiming for here with this one. All right, with a 28th overall pick, Doug selects DeKalb, 47.55. Matt, you are on the clock. Uh, yeah, this is uh, pretty good to kelp corn. It made a uh, top 10 on the plot last year for the tilth plot. Um, kind of surprised it was still on the board. It was a tough because I picked that Pioneer 97-72, and it, it was definitely between those two, Doug, because um, both really solid. Um, kind of wanted to to try something different, but I would agree with you. It also is interesting of DeKalb is there's, you know, 47-27 is a 97-day yep. of DeKalb that seems to do – uh, pretty well too so there is yeah. um you know a couple right in that wheelhouse that man they're it, yeah i got about four other ones that i was choosing from and they all all were were good picks um and like you said almost surprised i could see what you're saying where you'd be yeah. surprised it's still there yeah and i went with the vt2 pro over the smart stacks just because i don't think we need that smart stacks out here but we'll see all right with the 29th overall pick Matt has selected Dairyland Seeds 4018. All right, so 4018 I saw a little bit of this last year. Um, it's got it's a pretty good consistency, which I like to see. It's uh, got strong agronomics to it. can handle drought if, if need be. We've, we've been so wet, and you know, maybe we're due for a drought this year. Who knows? But got to hedge our bets a little bit. Um, usually seeing some good grain quality out of it and decent test weight. So uh, this one, I think, was in the tilth plots, if I remember right. Yeah, so it was... Number 32 in the tilth plots. Yep. So, but I, I think it just seemed to have a little bit of a down year because that one's around. Um, I do know that that one's available from other companies yep. as well, um, obviously under a different name. But, um, man, that one's been a good one for us. Another good silage play as well. Yep. I mean, a lot of these, obviously... For us, as we get into that 100-plus day, we can... A lot can, of more dual, yeah. Yeah, are kind of some duels that we seem to like, but um, really, really good silage play as well. And Bill is up for the next two picks at the end of this snake. So we're at the last pick in the sixth round. Pick number 30, Bill selects Cropland 3735 SS. Yeah, um, a new hybrid there. Uh, Doug had picked... 37.95, I believe, a couple of rounds ago, someone did. Yep. And uh, so that was, I was kind of keen on that one. I thought, well, this one is kind of a, com a comparative um, hybrid to that. And another option is the 35.75 in cropland, but this one um, seems to do a little bit better. Good drought tolerance. Um, doesn't need to be super pushed, so I think that might fit well. And um, it, I wanted 38.99 if it was available at some point too, and that one was gone. I think Matt, you grabbed that one up right away, and 
this one kind of fits in with all those. So I thought it'd be be good. It did okay in our tooth plot. Um, another plot I had it in, it did really well. So kind of taking and, um, you know, looking at different plots and things. And it, again, just a consistent uh, performer on that one. Then Bill here with the 31st overall pick selects Pioneer 0157 AMXT. Round seven. Seven. There we go. Yeah, again, uh, another somewhat older hybrid that Pioneers had in their lineup for, for a while, but in that 101 day, just a really good corn. A lot of choices there on, um, it's got a AM version, the AM XT version, and a conventional, actually, version. So if you're looking for a 100 day in a conventional, um, that one's there. Just a proven proven guy. Um, isn't great on emergence, um, but it's adapted to a lot of different soils. Um, so that one... 60% of the time, it works every time. That doesn't make sense. <laughs> and that actually, Bill, was I was teetering between that one and, and 4018 this last round. So. A 157, I believe, shares similar family to that. I believe that could be wrong. And again, I keep saying the same thing. I feel like it's good silage pick on a 157. And that one, Bill, think of how long that's been around. Um, you know, it's just kind of been a solid pick for us that way long time. So sooner or later, that one probably will be being replaced here but right in a in a draft like this where we're looking for some you know new ones to maybe go after that big yield but still keeping some standbys um that one is good to have as a standby in your back pocket in these 101 days for our area up here might be a fuzz along for dry corn you know this year it, it wasn't but this one would obviously high moisture or something like that would would do well too all right with the 30 seconds overall pick Matt selects Titan Pro 8295. All right. So this is one I haven't seen, but I've heard good things. Um, so trying to kind of take one out of Max's playbook and go outside our Max conventional happy. Yeah. <laughs> our conventional looks here. Uh, that's why I waited later in the draft, too. I figured it wasn't much chance of competition outside of maybe Max. Uh, but strong emerger, handled any kind of tough ground, especially, but any ground. And it's got the good stalks and roots for that long season or that longevity through the season. So, Blind date, Matt? Yep, going on a blind date, blind hoping date. to get lucky. <laughs> All, right. All right, with pick number 33, Doug is on the clock. Yeah. This would be a good good time to shout out to our um, – we don't have sponsors, but we, we can sponsor it now. Um, if you like what you're hearing and you want to find an independent crop consultant in your area, please go to naicc.org. And there you can find a consultant in your area. So we appreciate all you listening. This was a lot of fun getting the draft together. Um, we had to kind of uh, we're socially distance all that fun stuff, and we got all you know six microphones set up, you know, in our in our tilth headquarters. So it's been a been a fun time, and being the, the first ever uh, fantasy corn league um, will be a fun experience, and we hope you all like it. So Matt, where can they find us? You can follow us on Facebook and Twitter at Tilth Talk Radio. It's always hard when you get in the later draft. You know, you're scratching your head. You're looking around like, ah, now I picked the ones I want to pick, and now I'm trying to just find something to round everything out. Nobody's double-picked anything that I know of yet either because that's always a bad part where you don't scratch somebody out. 
and then you you pick that same variety, and then so like I picked that four rounds ago. Like yeah, my whole sheet's yeah. been scratched out since like the first round. So <laughs> yeah, I, I've been looking up and down. So I'm like, oh, what about this? And like, oh nope, that was picked. So all right. So question then is, I picked first. You know, looking around the table here, do you guys that didn't get the top choice, but you got a do you like what you know what what's the best way to be be sitting here number one or number Todd you're number five so you got two but you didn't get the top four I, I think I think maybe if knowing the draft order like yesterday and being able to prepare that way would have been a little bit different because you know everybody's gonna put that number one hybrid on their list and like but you you're like I'm just hoping I get the first pick and we'll go from there but when you get down to like the fourth pick it's like okay so now do I do I drop out of that you know I mean, we talked about it, where our best maturity zone is for here. Do I leave that maturity zone and just get a really good hybrid in a different maturity group? Or or do I take an, a hybrid that's fourth or fifth on the list, but in the in the A1 maturity group? And that was where that was where I started getting lost, where I was like, man, I, it's hard to make that decision where you want to go. Max is right. If we would have known the order, it would have helped. Because I had my top three kind of solid. Like, these are the top three. After that, it's a little bit more... I swear in that middle range, they all are like, oh, I like this one. But, oh, this one's really good, too, and I like this one. And, yeah, it's it's um, it just gets different as it goes down. So, oh, Doug, you got your... So we are, we are at pick 33 out of 40 here. With the 33rd pick, Doug selects Pioneer 9551Q. Yeah, this is a new hybrid for 2021 from Pioneer. Uh, I'd like to see how it performs, so let's throw it in the trial. More blind dates. Have you yeah. seen this one before, Doug? I have not seen this before yeah, at all. So I just, I'm looking. I, a lot of my customers like that 90 to 95 day, and this would fit that perfect. And with our 34th pick, Max just came in. Max selects DeKalb 3955. Yeah, a uh, new one, new one for this year. Um, basically, I I chose this one because uh, it has a lot of adaptability. Um, it adapts across different yield environments, different populations, all that kind of stuff. Um, and when we're picking these real these shorter day grains, I think I think adaptability is a big thing, and that's that's about where you got to make your money on these. Yep, never know what the weather's gonna be like next year, so. All right, Todd. I think you're got my is, pick in, but I also did not check if anybody else picked it already. No, nope, so. I don't think they have. So, with the 35th pick, Todd selects LG 44C27. Todd is on deck for the next pick, so starting the eighth round. 40. Uh, well, let me talk about yep. this pick first. 44C27 from LG um, picked it because it did really well in the UW plots. Did so, really good there. Yeah, that was my only only uh, real reason for that one. And, one of the reasons is actually the UW plot, theoretically, from our Tilth Talk Fantasy Football League plot, Fantasy Football, Fantasy Corn League plot, will literally be probably a, as a mile as the crow flies. Um, so trying to find also ones that did really good in the UW, um, kind of find ones that are starred in multiple locations, that kind of thing. And um, just with this uh, 44 C27, uh, that's the reason I picked that variety. Yeah, hopefully we can see them both next year and kind of compare. So That one's got, it's good, Todd, adaptability in a lot of different soils. And again, another one that stands uh, good late season health. So it stands out there long. If anyone's looking to leave something a little bit longer, you know, to 
you got some other corns you want to get off first, you know, this one you could potentially leave out there a little bit longer and harvest later in your rotation of planting. High pressure, Todd. Last yep. pick for Last you. Last pick, yeah. I, I've only got the 98-day section. Round eight. Thank you, Matt. So, yeah, I've got the 96 to 98-day left. And um, to be honest, on my list here, it's getting a little bit slim pickings. Um, and just double-checking to <laughs> – knock my mouse. Double-checking nobody else picked that variety. So I'm going with Dairyland Seeds 3810. Anybody already have that one? Nope, I think you're good. All right, so 3810. Um, just a Q hybrid as well. Um, this one is more of a, it's a shorter statured plant um, that is a little bit more rugged, a little bit more of a toughness plant. Um, so maybe a little bit um, play here that I know enough of mine are real offensive. So kind of going on that side of maybe having a little bit more defensive plant just to get me a steady yield out there. Um, does have good drought tolerance um, and then pretty good, you know, plant health and stay green, that kind of stuff. So um, just might might be, uh, we'll see on this pick because it was tough because I maybe should have picked a 98-day earlier looking at what's off the board. So, All right, Max is on the clock for the 37th pick. Just making sure here that nobody picked this one. Um, just double check in. Hang on here. I'm working on it. Well, while you're thinking about that, Max, um, we had talked about how to get a hold of us before on Twitter and Facebook. If if listeners out there do have a variety that we did not choose, uh, hit us up on on Facebook or Twitter and just let us know what you think. As far as if there's a variety you want us to slide in there that you think can stack up to the rest of them. Yeah, and again, we're we're just trying to do this is just for fun, um, but it is a fun way to maybe do a plot in the future. So, uh, fantasy corn league, uh, we'll see how it goes. But you know, there there is this thing of picking varieties and doing it this way, where some of them are off the board, uh, does make it a lot of fun, makes it more interesting, and um, we we just really appreciate uh, you listen out there, and maybe we'll be able to have it where you can come take a look at the plot, um, you know, in season, do something like that. And hopefully we can even get some pictures out there of the different varieties as they're going. So, Max, are you serious? You didn't think anybody picked that? Oops. What's that? You thought somebody picked that one? No. Okay. <laughs> no. I, I had a I had a quick change of heart here at the end, and I had to I had to do some some moving around. So with the thirty seventh pick, Max selects Pioneer thirty eight and ninety eight thirty eight and eighty five. Yep. We're we're like I said, we're getting down to that nitty gritty. Those those real sharp uh, maturity days. We're gonna try something out there. Try something. See, this see has what been happens. out there all the time. Yeah. Well, I mean, I wouldn't say you have to try this. this not not try it out, but I I was I will. This wasn't on my. This wasn't in my first my first twenty picks. I'll put it that way. This will be a fun comparison because Bill picked the um, ninety two eleven Pioneer yeah. Q, which is supposed to be the replacement. Yep. They're thirty eight and eighty five. This is the last year I believe you can get thirty eight yep. and eighty five. So Max probably just he wants to go out with an old girlfriend here right before the other. She's good, off the it's it's kind of like picking forty three ten. You know. Oh yeah. You just keep picking it because you just you just hold you just every year it's gonna. I mean I don't know if this this doesn't have the forty three ten yield necessarily, but you know. Give her one last good run. The good thing with this, Max, is it's kind of like a check. You know, we know what this guy does. We know what 4310 does. So we can check it off that. Um, several years ago, I used to do a, just a, it wasn't a, we didn't have tilt research or anything like that. I was just a grower, wanted to do a plot, 
and um, he's a really good grower, about 300 acres, dairy cows. He really cared about his crops a lot. Um, unfortunately, he, uh, since has passed, but we did a plot every year, and his he we needed to pick one variety every year that was his check. And no matter what varieties that were brought, whether it was seed companies or if I brought them or he found them, we had to pick one variety that we replicated to have a check. So we would do the check, then we would plant out three varieties, then we'd go back to the check, plant out three more varieties. So he'd have this check every time, and this is kind of what this reminds me of. Um, <laughs> And Something know, of that nature where you got to check in the plot to kind of... You know, really, how long how compare. long has uh, 38 and 85 been around? Can you guys guess? Eight years? A long time. Eight years, okay. No, they don't, I, I, that's, it's five to eight. It, it's, in the, it's in there, okay? So that's a, long, that's a long time hybrid. They don't keep them around if they're completely garbage either. So you know it's got, it's got potential. It's going gonna, it's gonna to at least hang in there. Um, like you said, old hybrid, probably last year it's going to be around, but... It's going to be around this year, and we're going to have it in the plot. What you thinking over there, Doug? Uh, I think I'm going to hit up LG again. Oh, LG. With the 51. Oh, C48. C48. Doug, that's a great pick because I, I picked two of my 100-day length out, and um, that was my number, like, also one that I really liked. Again, a good silage play, um, but... Yeah, fifty-one C forty-eight would be a really good pick if you got that left out, that that maturity left to fill in. Yeah, I see it did good in the plot last year too. So, I think it was in the plot. So officially, Doug is going to enter for the thirty-eighth pick. LG fifty-one C thirty-eight. Fifty-one C forty. Forty-eight. Yeah, number 15th in the tilth plot last year, so does well. Um, going to be a little bit on the wet side for us, but still a really, really good hybrid. He's looking for top yield there. Yep. I hear some books rustling. Things yeah. are getting tense over Matt, here. Matt's got his Matt pick is, in. I saw he's it. Frantically he's just waiting, to, no, he's that, just waiting to hit enter. That wasn't me. Somebody else typed it. Oh, really? Oh. <laughs> So I was like, "Who put no, that?" That's tricky. I actually entered. I accidentally Matt. entered that in, and then you guys read my pick out loud. And what I entered in Matt's is what I was actually going to pick. Okay, but then once it was read, I was like, "We're going with it. We're keeping We're it." Just so yeah, doing okay. it. So I guess my, my that 38, 38 and eighty five was not my my original pick, but we're going to ride with it. I'm a rider. I'm debating between two whether I want to pull a rookie or keep a. Keep it. Tell us which two. Tell Come us on. which two. Yeah, I, I, yeah. You want to know which two? Yeah. I'm, I'm going between N9175, which we had in the plot. It was out of the three NK varieties, the number two uh, by yield. And then LG42C24, which is a new variety uh, from LG. So that's what I'm, I'm kind of debating between. Both would be good picks, again, in that 92-day or shorter Tends to cut, and now if that's Matt's last pick, he's he's picking from stuff that yeah he's trying to throw out like a ro- like he's got a hundred and three pounder that's got to wrestle like a, a hundred and thirty pounder gotta, at this point. I think you got to go with the rook in this in this scenario. Let the yeah. rook fly. I, I'm I'm leading that way. The one thing too with the that NK ninety one seventy five it it was number fortieth in our tilth plot last year, so um, you know not on the bottom end, but. It's still it's a short day maturity too. Yeah, and that perform yeah for for that maturity did really well. Um, But Max is probably right here. Is it's it's that struggle of 
you know, when you're picking varieties too, it's like, do I pick the noob or or the the one? If if you're planting on your farm, you're probably going to pick the one that you're used to, that you've seen more and all that. Um, but in this case, on a plot, yeah, Matt might want to hey, go with. Uh, we have to make the responsible decision all the time. Make the fun one today. <laughs> yeah, all right. So Matt's pick is in number thirty-nine. Matt selects LG forty-two C twenty-four. All right. So my final pick of the draft here, pulling a rookie in again. Uh, so I've got two two LG rookies running in the field this this time around. This one's a go anywhere. Uh, it's got it's pretty good ratings on. Um, stocks, okay roots, and we're looking at a, uh, a stay green and late season intactness, so hopefully it's there at, at harvest time uh, for collection. So yeah, hope, hoping to see some good things out of this rookie. Derek, can we plant the 9175NK just to see if Matt was right or wrong on that pick? Ooh. I think we should. Got to start them both. Note, throw them in there. Yeah. Note, Matt. Note on the thing there. We got to it is a good. I mean, I mean, Bill, you have the option here. You could just pick that for him, and no, I want to rub it in his face. He might, he might not have that maturity range left. I don't know. Yeah, he, he, does, he does. Oh, he does. He does. Yeah. No, I'm going to go different. So, so with the 40th overall pick, and also the last pick, Mister Irrelevant, but not irrelevant. Till final pick, Bill selects Jung, 39 SS. 338. Ooh. A little, Ooh, yeah. A little off the beaten path, and I'll, I'll give you my reasoning, my reasoning here. I believe it's the shortest one we've, we've drafted. I don't know if anyone How many had days is it? 89 day. Yeah, uh, uh, NK's got 8920 that I was considering. Yeah. But, yeah, I, you know, it is, I don't think I, any of ours I drafted the Kelb in 89 day. Okay, so. My uh, <clears throat> Pioneer, I think, was an 89 day, too. Yeah, it was. So, anyway, it was equal to the shortest <laughs> ones. It's a smart stack version, good on stressed soils, really good standability, has a fixed ear. So now I picked one, Derek, that's going to match up to our uh, our higher populations. And this one, I have a grower that plants this within a, a mile from from the Tilth headquarters. Wor- world headquarters. World headquarters. Tilth World headquarters. That, that This is the second year now. We planted in 19, we planted in 20. He showed me the yield monitor data yesterday. So that's why I picked this one, because it's fresh in my mind. And I know it's good data because Todd's guy combines it, and he's very particular about his combine and his yield monitor. So I know it's spot on. And and across uh, about 20 acres, it was 205 on the yield monitor. So I was pretty happy with that. Um, he plants some other longer maturities that didn't do as well, but um, I think I'm going to go for that that uh, profitability here of good dry down with that with that top end top end yield. So that's it. All that's right, it. good job, boys. Rounds are out. We boo the commissioner on the way out too, or I, I, actually, I think the commissioner needs a. I think we can get a little. Um, overview of what what he thought of all of our picks if there's any that stood out to the commissioner or that he saw <laughs> he's just going to tell us it's a good thing we're not in charge of research <laughs> yeah. you know, I, think, I think the uh basically the top 10 i think are all pretty solid picks and i would have expected them to kind of to roll in in that order um 
Otherwise, I couldn't really tell the strategies too well because I couldn't follow <laughs> well. I couldn't follow along. Um, there might have been no strategy. Can we, can we expect I, draft grades like tonight? I would have really liked to be in your guys' minds, though, as you were drafting and just kind of go through what you guys had in your progression. It was um, pure panic over here. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say, mine was just a hamster with like six Red Bulls in it just going to town on the wheel. Doug, is that panic any different when you're drafting your fantasy football team? Oh, I'm more relaxed. Okay. All right. Way more. Your six teams. I, I agree with Doug. This was harder than yeah. I, I mean. Oh, for this us, is. We did some practice a little, but once it's live, I mean, it's. And even now, my last pick, I'm slightly regretting that. It, not regret. It would be a fine pick. But there's other ones that you're like, oh, that would have been an okay pick, or I would have did okay with that. So. Derek, anything you saw in there, you're like, what were they thinking? Like, why? What? Anything that just kind of stands out as. Everything like a, that Max real, picked. Real <laughs> oddball pick. <laughs> Not that I, I, I was out of the box. I mean, I was. I had. I had some different hybrids in there. I know. Uh, hopefully, they perform well. So, if some of these, you know, going forward, some of these varieties aren't available per se, or we can't get them, there will be a group of free agents. So they'd have to pick up one at that time. And again, Derek will be planting this next spring. We'll be able to really see what this does. So this was trying to be a fun way to just talk about varieties and how we select them. Um, we're not truly on the clock when we select them with farmers, but you kind of are because you get that call from, you know, your seed rep that, hey, the discount's going to end November 1st uh, or January, you know, all the first of the like year. Pioneer has one today. December Is it today? 4th, okay. Yeah. Pioneer Just, had one actually like three weeks ago too. Yeah. Yeah. So For you get su- that. Uh, the super, super early bird discount. You, know, you get that call from your rep like, hey, you're going you're gonna to lose some discount here if you don't sort of get your picks in and then you're sort of on that clock. And then they find, oh, we're out of this or this. I think it might almost be, uh, it might be a little bit easier with growers because they generally have a company that they want to work with. So you're, you don't have seven books in front of you and you're, you can't like overstimulate yourself. Right. You can narrow it down. You know, especially if you have guys and they're like, Hey, I'm only working with one company. Then you, I mean, and they say, I want a 91 day. Well, if that company only has a one 91 day, it's pretty, you know, there's not a whole lot of weighing your options there. So. That makes it a little bit easier than when you got everything in front of you. and Yeah, no, it was fun. I'm glad we I did am, this. Yeah. I'm curious to see um, if we do get any submissions from, from our growers out there. I'm excited to see if we can um, maybe incorporate some ideas that you guys have. And if you have any, any varieties you'd like to enter into the plot, I'd, I'd like to see where, how those uh, match up to the, the picks that our, our guys here at Tilth picks. So. Yeah. yeah, beans would have been way harder. Beans? Yeah. Well, think of beans, too. You got Extend, Extend yeah. Flex, yeah, Liberty Link. The traits would have really enlist, made a difference in beans. Roundup, right. I don't, you know, how you do that. It would be hard. Silage, corn silage could be a lot of fun, too. So, yeah. yeah really no, to see. And then maybe you could throw the quality parameter in there. Say, well, you know, if it's the winner of milk per ton and milk per acre or tonnage and TTNDFD, yeah, you could, it'd be, it'd be a lot of fun. All right, well, thanks for listening to our first annual Fantasy Corn League draft. And thanks to Commissioner Derek for moderating our draft. And thank all of you drafters for being here. Yeah, thanks for having us, Matt. It was yeah, Matt. fun. Thank Good. So hope you enjoyed the episode. A little bit longer than our normal, but um, look forward to seeing the results next year as we get going. So we'll keep you updated through the season. Otherwise, thanks for listening, and as always, happy farming.